Hey, it's -a me, Chris Pratt, here to tell you about a couple of things. First things first, this episode, like we said last time, is going to be the part two of this uh, big recorded episode that Cam, Jess, and Nathan did. So it's going to start out more abruptly than you're used to, but it's going to be a normal episode. The other thing is... I'm, I'm really sorry to tell you this way, but you have to buy a t-shirt from some good shows. I'm really sorry about that, but you, all you gotta do, listen to me, look at me, all you gotta do is go to somegoodshows.biz slash merch, and uh, yeah, any merch there, any merch there is fine. Um, just as long as you get something, or else Pillock's gonna break my knees, and I just got new ones. Okay, final thing to do is to do some Patreon shoutouts for the golden handful of Gold Skull Tier members on patreon.com slash some good shows. Here we go. Big juicy shoutouts to Alice Montgomery, Andrew Albers, Ben Krieger, Casual Colleen, Charlotte Ellis, Colleen Humphreys, Doc Rubente, Domino, RBG, Eddie DeSantiago, Emma the Seance, Emphatic Olive, Ezra, Effin Science Man, Hannah Kim, Kirby's Creeper, Kyle Hatfield, Matt aka Stormageddon, Nancy Konek, shout out Cam's mom, Nene12715, Nez, Nick Potter, Niall Glover, Pillnock Don't Break My Knees, Sammy V, Spence, Steph, Stephen Mayfield, V, Dion, and Zach. Well, I have to go have sex with Sonic the hedgehog so i'm gonna leave you with this podcast have a good one and remember as i chris pratt always say have a pratt day previously on the big three Listen, Aaron, he's a murderer. Yeah, I know. We're all kind of murderers, but he's doing it for the best reason. You see these big dudes over here? They're pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Like, whenever we watched uh, the first episode of this season and, you know, new girl gets her head blown off, I'm like, this man needs to stop yeah. being around women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for me. Except for Jess. Except right, for of course. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Jess can fix him, and by him, she means this weird fucking curse that has been placed upon his very essence. <laughs> I will fix him or probably die trying. Welcome to The Big Three, the show that covers the best anime around and delves into themes, trivia, and more. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. I'm your host, Jessica Howard. And I'm Cam Koenig. Uh, episode number 45, Outside the Walls of Orvud District. Uh, the gang reach Aaron uh, in the Crystal Caves as the whole place is fucking coming down because, you know, old Rodney's breaking it all up with his big old body. <laughs> yeah, totally, Nate. <laughs> Jean calls Aaron a topless idiot. Which I really, really like. Um, yeah. It's, it's like John shows up and is like, you, what are you doing over here, you fucking topless idiot? And Mika says, like, I'm right here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Aaron really seems to, to think that this, like, that this is it. This is the end of the, of the line, um, even though he was rescued here. Rod's bot is busting up the place mm -hmm. and they'll all likely either burn to death or be crushed. Because as we see later on, 
if you're within spitting distance of this guy, you will be fucking on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> sucks. You could say he's a real hot rod. He's yeah, a hot rod. Oh my god. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say he's got a hot bot, and I was gonna be like, <laughs> no, all right, you know, golf no, clap. No, hot rod. No. The hot rod is hot good, rod. dude. <laughs> Jess is here, dude. I love this. And this plot is about beating the shit out of your dad. It makes sense, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm here. Shout out I'm to here. Hades. <laughs> that, whoa. Hot rod is just Hades. Or Hades is just hot rod, I guess. Oh my god, I anyway. hate that. You can hate it all you want. It's fucking true. Andy Samberg is Zagreus. Yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that would kick ass. Hades never stop, never stopping or whatever the fuck. Oh my God. In, in parentheses, because it's a roguelike. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> a Nate Brandt joint. I, I have one more joke to make. Please. Yes. I hope I hope that that's not true. I hope that you have many more to make. <laughs> As they goes up to Orpheus, what's that song about uh, the grandma getting run over by a reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's like the one. I mean, there's a lot of jokes in that movie, but that one yeah. sticks with me. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So like Aaron is like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Oh, my God. And Levi looks at Aaron is like, look, man, I know that I do this like a lot to you. But you've just got to nut up and make a choice here. It like like he, Aaron right now is the girlfriend that can't decide where they want dinner from, and and <laughs> Levi is like, decide now, star, star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which sometimes that's what you need, like just like just make him just say like, okay, fuck McDonald's, whatever. <laughs> um. So Aaron sucks it up and says uh, to himself that he uh better start believing in himself he's in one <laughs> guess where the guess guess where the edible started to hit <laughs> now you best start believing in yourself you're in one <laughs> we we have wish.com uh naruto yeah. whoa and levi is like i don't like gucci kakashi <laughs> yeah or like the rare AliExpress uh, Kakashi mm, that like mm. is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love I love the idea of Aaron as Wish.com Naruto just because right now he's just believe like, it. He's like I, don't, I don't know if I do believe it. <laughs> this is great too because we have green Naruto uh, mm -hmm. and now we have Wish.com Naruto. Yeah. Uh, what does that make? Uh, fucking. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll get to Demon Slayer and we'll figure out what type of Naruto. Oh, he what is, is Tanjiro? Yeah, Tanjiro. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. So, Toucan Sam Naruto. <laughs> Motherfuckers following his nose and shit. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Shout out to Cam in two years or whatever. Um, we're we're gonna get there closer than that. But anyway, are we? Um, yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna show up a lot quicker than you'd think. Um, which is good because the show fucking slaps anyway <clears throat> oh oh and it's coming back next month too anyway so before when the scouts arrived he noted a bottle on the ground that's labeled uh armor uh he takes it and crunches into the fucking baby bottle pop and starts baby bottle popping the fuck off making structures as rod who is double the size of the colossal titan starts like snail trailing his yeah. way to humanity he I hate this dude. This motherfucker's dragging his face on the ground while he's burninating the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> it's Trogdor would never. And then you see his face and you're like, put it back down. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It's I know. So like bad. 
the ultimate butterface <laughs> this man <laughs> he reminds me a lot of that episode of spongebob where people got that sickness that made them turn into snails mm. whoa and it was just like i don't this know weird if i ever saw that, that must body be horror a... shit dude spongebob in later seasons was just like let's just do body horror all the time it's like uh yeah he's fucking burninating the countryside though it's fucking it's fucking scary shit's just starting on fire as he's just going like nyeh, 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 over over to where the where the pe most people are um so the the scouts free aaron from his crystal body as levi tells him like um that wasn't pretty and like you know we met we've lost people along the way but you know looks like with this new power like we can we can really make a change here and, and fix the wall so they exit the cave and levi tells them that their next task is to and he i don't know what he says in english but in japanese he says now we got to go fight that big ass titan <laughs> he's still saying like look at these big ass trees this big ass titan he truly was just like raised in the city and now he's a fancy boy but he still is just like haha you took a shit all the time which is yeah. like i really like that about him Irwin's troops relay to him the information um, that this Titan must be an abnormal because it's it's kind of doing its own thing, heading to Orva District, one of the outlier districts. Uh, on the way there, the squad talks opinions and facts. Historia notes that actually Aaron's dad might have done a good thing by stealing this power um, if it means removing the influence of this like destructive pacifist bullshit from the world. Um, and like Mikas is like, there, there's got to be a way for you to use this ability. After the squad reaches uh, the barracks to regroup and plan, Levi tells Historia, like, hey, uh, one quick thing, just a little, little, little detail. Little heads up. When we are done with this, you will be the queen. And that's an order, basically. <laughs> and she's like, oh, cool. <laughs> it's like right. it's like when you're told at work that you're going to do you have to do some shit that has absolutely nothing to do with your actual mm -hmm. job description and you just have to go fucking. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I'll have yeah. it on your desk by whatever. <laughs> Cam is vehemently shaking his head. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so her friend like the, the 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 buds, the squad tells her like, you don't you don't have to do this. But she's like, you know, like it is up to me whether things are being forced on me or not which i think is actually like bars yeah to say yeah um i fucking i love historia i think she's great um historia especially, is very good i like her a lot yeah man especially as her as she becomes like more of herself i mean we we touched on that aaron says like you know it's nice to see you becoming like mm -hmm. a real person and not you know some you know cutesy oh who me person mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like it, it's cool to, to have her just show up and just like Kind of be a little rascal sometimes. I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, because, I mean, with the natural progression of, you know, shonen anime yeah. and shonen protagonists, like, you you kind of expect that they, like, start to rise to the occasion and grow. Mm -hmm. uh, and Aaron <laughs> doesn't really do that much. So it's cool to see someone's doing it. And because <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of times uh, in Attack on Titan, people are just kind of like becoming traumatized and deteriorating. Uh, yeah. But Historia is like kind of rising and it's like, oh, OK, cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people that like, you know, the, the vibe is, I mean, understandably, right, that they're they're going to, you know, shrink away from this challenge. Mm -hmm. Right. Like like, hey, actually, fuck this um, again completely justifiable <laughs> but like absolutely yeah 
but at the same time it's it's really cool to see somebody like historia who is only ever been taken advantage of ever mm. just be like no like i understand what i want to do with my life here and it's this and i think that's really cool so mika says like hey and you know once you're queen you can punch levi and nobody can do anything about it um this is not something that queen jess would do <laughs> like <No. laughs> you you would be doing something else as like a command from the queen it's just like and you sire my children <laughs> oh, um no. So during the meeting that they have, Erwin starts to go over his plan to evacuate the citizens of Orvud, which is that he ain't going to do that. Um, episode fuck 46. <laughs> yeah, fuck them kids! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the English voice actor for Erwin, who is uh, Tenya Ida. Yeah. Um, he does a great hilarious. job in the show. Yeah, it's, he does. He plays a stoic he motherfucker really well. He's, oh he's just a big nerd. Yeah. Yeah, he plays he plays a jock in um, uh, Dr. Stone. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. plays he plays essentially a caveman named Magma in that. Cool. And, that's, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this, this guy's got some range. I really I really like I really like his like, you know, his lawful neutral mm -hmm. or his his lawful good roles uh, that he has. Though, I too. love a caveman named Magma. That just sounds like a D&D &D character, like your yeah. friend who's never played before would make just to yeah. fuck around. <laughs> Yeah, no. Every, well, it, it, this is a side thing, but everybody in Dr. Stone in a certain village that they go to, they're named after like rocks and minerals and stuff. So like mm. there's chrome and like uh, the the Japanese word for silver and gold is, is like they're twins or whatever. And then like then there's fucking magma. Yeah. <laughs> the jock magma. The Chad magma. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, episode 46, uh, Ruler of the Walls. So Irwin's plan doesn't involve evacuation because abnormals are drawn to big groups of people rather than going for whatever's right in front of them. Um, so they'd actually put more people at risk if they if they evacuated further inward to the walls. On the way, they, we get a, a small flashback of uh, Aaron trying to use his Titan control abilities on Rod, but he, he <laughs> this doesn't come across in the English one as much. Uh, but he totally hurts Levi's feelings because as and I don't you guys probably noticed the like weird like shot of Levi behind him as he like gasps yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, in Japanese, he's like the literal first thing he says to Rod while trying to use his Titan powers is like, all right, you old, you short old son of a bitch, you fucking shorty. <laughs> and like Levi's behind him like, oh, OK, right. you hate short people. Yeah, great. cool. Great. great. Yeah. No. fucking um, cool dude I, I thought i thought we were cool and that my height wasn't a bad thing but this is the first insult you use like i see how it is like the author literally has said like on record that like no this this thing that aaron did actually really hurt <laughs> <laughs> and i think that that I, is it's heartwarming and hilarious yeah, at the same time. Yeah, my little short king. You know, I get it. I, it's like when you have a friend who, like, mm -hmm. makes a comment about someone's, like, weight or something. You're like, Yo, but I'm, yeah, but I'm like, chubby. Okay. But I'm a little chubby. What are you, what are you thinking yeah. about me? Yeah, hey, fuck yeah, yeah. you, buddy. It's, mm -hmm. it's that exact, like, like, Jess, it's that exact emotion of just, like, wow would you know mm -hmm. kind of a thing of just, like, wow. So, okay, so you just said that this person 
was bald as just a pejorative. Uh, cool. Who fucks up with that. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole thing. Like th- th- these people won't hear you, but people who have this characteristic. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah <Absolutely>. exactly. <laughs> they was like, um, fuck this kid. <laughs> I've been saying um, like. <laughs> <laughs> he had like 15 minutes of being a decent person. Right. And then and then he's just like shouting slurs at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um so the next morning uh rod is fucking here and the cannons have no fucking effect at all um and so hanji and the gang rig up some some cool snacks for rod to have later he fucking ate the most popping of pop rocks later yeah. on oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so erwin goes to talk to historia and tells her like hey like you're gonna be queen you gotta hang back like you can't be in up in it for this and she's like i mean all due respect like i have to be the one to take this titan down or at least to be involved with it Mm -hmm. if i'm going to be queen like game of thrones said it shittily but what people need in this scenario is like a story to cling to right Mm -hmm. um and that's you know that's that's true of like kings and elected officials and whatever right like people vote for and put faith in stories. And so she understands this and is like, no, I'm, I gotta be like the warrior baddie mm-hmm. queen. I need to be like the knife lesbian that people are like, yeah, on the way over. She was just watching Xeno warrior princess and was like, holy shit. Exactly. Well, exactly. If you think Whoa. about it too, it's like, they just kind of deposed a ruling class that was just shitty elites who didn't actually get their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. how would it look? If during this battle, she was just a shitty elite who didn't get her hands dirty. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I helped source. Trust me. Right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just a prank, bro. <laughs> it's my dad. <laughs> so she knows that to win the adoration and trust of the people, she's got to be the one to take down her dad. And she's like, and besides, like, this whole conflict is just the end point of this struggle this lifelong struggle that i've had with my dad essentially um so aaron sees this convo happening and is like he has a really adult like kind of self-talk moment mm-hmm. um he's like you know historia is so strong it, she's not like me like i thought i was special so when other people died for my sake like i thought it was just like you know natural and like just a kind of a cost of me being so cool was these people dying and that's that's weakness um historia is the strong one here and i'm like dang like bars for once ever aaron okay yeah fucking (laughs) pull up everybody go pull up the click hole article get it ready yeah (laughs) this is the thing cam references the most on this show because shitty people constantly are doing like decent things where you're like they say one thing and i'm like i don't want to give you credit but i have to it is purely out of obligation to still give him shit though it's like he's merely learning at this point what fucking like luffy and midoriya learned uh the day they were born so oh yeah absolutely yeah that's a (laughs) you mean mean all of my friends sacrificing themselves for me is is not good it's not gucci it's not sexy Mm. (laughs) Um, so he talks to armin saying like you know the kids of this town are are just like we were the day that reiner annie and bertholt uh broke the wall Mm. and armin says like well you know what 
these kids are a lot like us, but they're actually way different because they actually have the scouts watching over them. And Aaron really seems to grok the notion that like he has led against all odds to a brighter future for some people. Um, kind of like all of a sudden, right? Mm. Not in a not in and I don't mean that in a negative connotation of just like like it's an ass pull or something like that, but like the stuff that Aaron's been through, he's able to like turn around and look back at that stuff and go like, wow, shit, we like really blazed a trail to like trying to do something here. Hell yeah. Um, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, because it acts like almost as a moment for the watcher to the watcher. I don't know. That's a weird way, but the, the viewer, the, the audience, from Marvel comics, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to like kind of reflect on that too, because yeah. it is such a bleak show. But like, yeah. when you do look back at you know the forty-five episodes we've watched so far, it's like okay, you know, it is getting slightly better. Still sucks, still not great, but it's slightly better. And like, yeah, I mean, the people who are inside the wall right now are better protected than they've ever been so that's something the shitty government is you know overthrown also something yeah that that is a not insignificant portion of why things are a lot Mm -hmm. better right now right like the guys that are the guys whose lives depend on keeping the secrets of the world are like fired and that's cool But I mean, and so like, you know, they're like I said, they're leading towards a brighter future, but maybe we got to finish this shit up first. Right. Like Rod is here and he has fucking no face. Oh, my God. How did it get worse? To quote Jess from like our second episode, (laughs) like his guts are all out and falling over everything too. Oh God, how did it get even worse again? It's gross as shit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say, though, as like someone who's who's into that horror anime manga shit it's it's good it looked cool it, like, oh it, i thought you i thought you cool. were gonna say smash like the no, way you led no, up to that no, i thought no, that no, you no, were no, gonna no. say smash i'm no. like jess jess my darling jess you can't you can't i will follow you so far to the ends of the earth but this is a step too far oh no you know as somebody who's into that like horror and gore stuff honestly kind of a smash <laughs> <laughs> fuck mary kill colossal titan <laughs> this guy beast titan kill uh, myself <laughs> take myself out now dude. but yeah no like just to, to your point though like the horror aspect of it is so good mm-hmm. because like you see him dragging his face and you're like oh that's that's fucked up and then he shows up and stands up and he's like and you're like Oh, I'm going to die yeah, right his now. His face is just on the ground a few miles back there. <laughs> that's weird to think about. Well, in Titans heal. So like that's yeah. like he's been going so fast and his head is so fucking heavy that it's still fucking fucked up like that. It's insane. So the scouts get ready by having a cute little wet t-shirt contest real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I That caught me by such surprise when I first watched it. I'm just like, all right, they're getting ready. What is Armin doing? Yeah, he like Armin's doing a, the fucking ice bucket challenge. Yeah, he poured a bucket of water on his head and I'm like, all right, I missed something. What's happening? Yeah, Armin, are you are you good? They don't point it out necessarily, but like. I mean, it's a good idea that they were doing that. Yes, they're they're doing it to avoid the steam, right? Mm. Or at least to mitigate that effect, right? And also the explosions. The explosives. Yeah, yeah. Of which there are very many. Fucking the scouts use a fucking dope as hell grappling hook situation to like bomb 
Rod's hands as he gets up to the thing. Um, yeah, so that he's cool. so that he's in. <laughs> this is, I think, the last line I wrote before I I, I took a break because I edible. Yeah, I say, is this is this where the edible kicks in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I said like the scouts use a dope grappling hook situation to bomb his hands, so he's in range of Aaron, so he can do Boo Boo's delivery service and pop <laughs> this man. <laughs> Nathan, what are you doing, oh bud? Having a having a gay old time, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, champ. Boo Boo's delivery service. Nighty night dude. past Nathan. I ho- I want a Boo Boo's delivery service shirt immediately <laughs> it's just aaron with that bag <laughs> but fucking it's really cool though the thing that happens like it's really like uplifting and yeah, like it was, was kind of cool the music is going and like this motherfucker is like exploding everywhere <laughs> bro they killed the shit out of this dude well and then historia jumps up and is like i recognize that spine anywhere yeah. <laughs> and cuts him and like there's like a close-up shot of his like consciousness as he goes Argh! yeah that shot though hard as fuck i will 100 percent grant them that like just like that couple of seconds tight as hell good uh, shit. but yeah. i really do like to picture me like i don't know i guessed uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah which you kind of have to at that point anybody anybody could have could have been the one that took him down but like it's Mm. uh, obviously it had to be historia right because they're leading up to it but at the same time it's like how did you even how did any of these people even slash one part of this thing while it was airborne dude (laughs) these guys are awesome at their job um (laughs) the whole time though i was like where was this energy earlier (laughs) 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 <laughs> Where were you guys yeah. <laughs> they just had to get some murder out of their system before they could do it you know it's, yeah. it's not a big deal that's fair don't even talk to me until i've had my war crime <laughs> until i've had my murder <laughs> but yeah he fucking explodes and the troops finish it off but it's historia that delivers the final bro- blow final um, bro his final bro Hell no, that yeah was, that was that was uri uh as it happens we see memories of rod uh as as he tries to convince his father and then brother to take the titans out once of all once and for all to to no avail she fucking assassins creed lands and some hay and everything like it's like the full thing <laughs> like and the people are like whoa shit are you okay and she just stands up and is like i'm your god now <laughs> it's like yeah no that's fine yeah okay. yeah, yeah you're <laughs> right. like, after that oh, i don't yeah. feel like there's uh, much of a choice cool. yeah all right cool all right nate <laughs> i'm i'm convinced you're you're hot <laughs> great <laughs> meanwhile kenny is escaping the rubble while looking a little bit like rubble himself motherfucker got burnt uh the fuck up um and he is he's thinking about levi and his troops and just kind of everything that's happened before levi shows up and tells him like hey buddy you're fucking done for and kenny's like i don't know am i and he like you know has one more ace up his sleeve which is that that titan serum episode 47 friends (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's when i stopped writing was that that truly no one told them life was gonna be this way (laughs) that is true yeah it's just a very slow <laughs> link to rise should cover that song is what i'm saying it would sound like shit oh like i think God. they're a great band there's no way that would sound good um so this episode is all about like you know the changing of regimes from 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 one in the in the present with historia to past regimes with rod's brother uri 
um, the former founding Titan. Um, so we we see Kenny like in media res. We see Kenny like as he's encountering Uri for the first time, um, as they say, likely an assassination attempt from other nobles. Um, Uri is half transformed here and grabs Kenny, saying like, "Ooh, you're probably an Ackerman." So these motivations that you have are all yours. Like the, nobody can control an Ackerman. Um, th your reasons for doing this are your own. And that's really commendable for, for mm -hmm. it, you know, if, if I'm going to say anything positive about the guy, right? <laughs> yeah. So Ke Kenny has like never encountered somebody stronger than his like Ackerman, you know, abilities um, have, have been before. And so he's freaking the fuck out. Um, it's big, like the bully just got called into the principal's office energy of just like, well, no, see, it, uh, see, it was a different situation. And uh, <laughs> uh, really, it was it's your fault for doing this. And I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it's like. But then uh, the principal is just like, hey, by the way, I'm boning your mom. <laughs> <laughs> just like fucking just beats the shit out of them mentally. They, they can never recover. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's been a long day at work. All right. Leave oh, no, on. yeah. No, I, 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 that was an okay of like, yeah, no, I, 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 right, I yeah, yeah, you, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm painting um, a beautiful picture. Podcasting is an art, Nathan. This is the first time I'm hearing this. <laughs> Me too. And I just said it. So, <laughs> so Jesus Christ. So, anyway, Uri lets him go, uh, bowing to him and apologizing for the way that the Ackerman clan has been treated. Um, and this is really fucking with Kenny even more than just realizing that you're not the strongest. Like how, in his mind, he's like, how could somebody so powerful forgive anyone, let alone like a, a weird, like trench coat looking motherfucker like me? Like, I'm a piece of shit. Like, why do you give a shit about apologizing to like my clan? This is fucked up, dude. Like you could use this power to get whatever you want. So why aren't I dead right now? <laughs> Uri kind of says to himself like that he failed to make uh, a paradise within these walls and that he was a fool to believe that he could. Um, and Kenny's just, again, like having his whole world worldview torn apart. This dude is is the king of the world and is bowing to him. Um, and so he decides kind of then and there to be his hired gun. Um, he gets a job in the interior and sees to it that Ackerman uh, persecution is is lessened, if not completely um, gotten rid of. But it's kind of too late because it's only like three of them. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a nice gesture, I guess. I mean, yeah. And additionally too, like, you know, 15,000 people died in like the second episode. So I'm like, there's probably a couple of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, so he then goes to meet his sister, Kushel, um, but then finds her already dead from sickness. Um, and uh, like the grossest looking little kid I've ever seen in Levi big like i don't care if you have games on your phone i'm gonna die like yeah <laughs> energy like he looks so sad though dude i know yeah. well, i mean like he, for good reason his mom is sure in front of right him, but of like course, yeah. i just yeah. life is bad yeah mm -hmm. uh, the image of his mom is like almost comical because of how gross it is mm -hmm. you know like this body has been like decomposing here for who knows fucking how long the people that work there didn't know. They're like, oh, yeah, you mean Olympia? Yeah, she hasn't she hasn't sold for a while. I don't know what the fuck's up with her. It's like, oh, she's been dead for a really long time. And her son is just in that room with her. 
cool 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 <laughs> love this sequel to room um hate it Jesus hate it, hate Christ. it, hate it. <laughs> kenny asks him what his name is and he's like levi just levi he doesn't know his last name um meaning that kushel went without using it for a long ass time because the ackermans were you know persecuted for a while um she was known as olympia uh like i said before Levi is a short king, turns out, because he was fucking malnourished as a child in the underground, uh, where there's That'll no fucking it. there's no fucking sunlight there either. So yeah. like, no wonder when like Aaron was like, "You short idiot," he was like, <gasps> "The yeah. like the people at the head replacement clinic said no one would notice." <laughs> kind of a thing. Like, <laughs> um, he, he couldn't get the sunlight. Sunny D hadn't been invented yet either, dude. Like, no, he's just no. A, yeah, he just had to have that purple stuff. A pale little short man with tiny pupils, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man. That's my yeah. man. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ! And now that we know he was stuck in a room with his dead and decaying mother, his status as a clean freak makes a lot of sense. Um, turns out when, you know, your mother dies of a disease and you have to be in the same room as her dead body for who knows fucking how long you tend to be like, yeah, there's too much dust on the underside of this table for me yeah. to eat here. I'm going to throw up actually. <laughs> and, and like, wow, I get it. You know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. it makes total sense to me. Um, so later on, Kenny is talking with Uri about the nature of uh, Uri's Titan ability and how it'll be passed to Rod's kids. This makes Kenny super intrigued, but not for the obvious reason of just like power for power's sake, which is probably what we would have thought um, without the this whole backstory situation. Um, Uri says, in the near future, this world is going to crumble. And in humanity's twilight, all I ever wanted to do was build a paradise for the last uh, little bit before then. Um, Uri says that he treasures Kenny as a friend and after his power was transferred to Frida, Kenny could still feel that that was the truth. He was like, holy shit, that is him. Like, that's not Frida anymore. This is like, this is like, I see my friend in there. It's fucked up. So that was when Kenny decided that he wanted that power for himself, not the power to do anything that he wanted, but the power to see if it was possible for power to make him a better person like how we saw Uri. It's fucked up to say this, but it reminds me a lot of Mob Psycho 100 of just like, yeah. man, I just want I just want to change really bad. I just yeah. want to be different, you know? Um, and he's kind of fighting against his, like, nature and nurture, uh, Kenny is. And I, th I think that that's a really... It's a really cool, complex set of emotions that he has. He's like, well, uh, what if I'm... You know, what if I become God? Am I going to be cool or not? <laughs> um... And I don't really know if Kenny could ever be some like kind of zend out Buddha or anything. If he had like the strongest Titan abilities, it's more likely that the founding Titan would make him into just a heightened version of himself. Kind of like how, you know, they, they say that when people win the lottery, it doesn't change them. It just makes them into a heightened version of themselves. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be this. But who fucking knows? Like we, he said earlier, like, I don't even know if Ackermans can become Titans. I might just become like a fucking centipede or whatever the fuck. Who knows, dude? No, that was, um, that was last episode. Oh, yeah. There kind of was a centipede yeah, in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Can't do that yeah. twice. It's just bad show design. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. There, there, <laughs> I can confirm there won't be any more centipedes in this show. Or will there? I'm out. <laughs> fuck it. Nope. No. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, guess what? There's more centipedes in this show. Fucking cool. <laughs> God damn it. Shout out to me doing the recap part of the episode for three episodes from now <laughs> or whatever. No, no spiders, though, right? Correct. That silence probably yeah, tells you everything. No, you I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking. No spiders. No spiders. There's a couple centipedes. Um. Anyway, back in the present, Levi talks with Kenny about his lineage as an Ackerman and what he sees as the nature of the world. And he says, as far as I see it, everyone has a vice. Power, money, sex, booze, art, God, dreams, family. Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Regional flavors of of Oreo. Um, <laughs> good shit. Everybody's got to be drunk on something. You good know? shit. I get it. I understand. And he's like, even even Uri, uh, he's you know, he's drunk on that destructive path pacifism. Um, that power didn't bring compassion. It's just, you know, peace at peace at all costs. And by all costs, I mean, like, leave me alone. I'm going to go take a nap kind of a piece, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. so Kenny with his last breath is just like, fuck it. You have this this Titan vial. And I wrote this sentence uh, before I wrote any notes at all in the entire <laughs> notes for this show. Oh, my God. They killed Kenny. Those <laughs> bastards. I fucking oh hate you God. so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean this respectfully. You're the worst person I've ever met. Subscribe to our <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> I give my uh, two weeks to <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah, conveniently right with you. the duration uh, between episodes so. <laughs> it's really funny because like I know that you said that you put in something like in here that you were like I wrote this before I wrote any note in the show and it's nowhere near the beginning of the show and usually whenever you say that there's like like non-derogatory like a level of like a little bit of pretentiousness to it Sure. No, it's a fucking South Park reference. <laughs> a show I don't like. Yeah, the I exact was... opposite of artsy. <laughs> I was bracing myself for something profound. Me too. <laughs> and you got it, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> right? Are you proud of me? Say you're proud of me. Tell me you're proud of me. Tell me you like me. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> jesus christ so later on historia is coronated as queen um and the people seem to immediately love her right um and now that she's above reproach as royalty the scouts are like oh my god you need to punch levi like once just for for all the scouts for all the you know the bullshit drills he made us do and all that kind of shit um and she's she just does like a and like levi like doesn't even take his hands out of his pockets he's just like like onto his yeah. arm and she's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. fuck you <laughs> and levi you know he he has a little cute smile for like maybe the first time we've ever seen and he's like thanks guys i really needed that i'm like that's fucking cute yeah that was that was pretty good so jess your man is great he's so great love him <laughs> love he is him. a war criminal though that's but, okay you know all, all the best men are we've yeah. all played mass effect everybody's a war criminal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's a so war we, criminal for that fucking south park joke i mean if it's anything like, right like the logic here is i i don't like war so if you're a criminal of mm, war you're not mm, following the rules so mm, it's a good thing right Ooh, he's a bad boy he doesn't follow the geneva convention <laughs> <laughs> 
whatever. Okay, so we cut to uh, Reiner for the first time in this season. He doesn't have any lines in this season, but we just see him being beat to shit, and I love that. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, that motherfucker got four-stocked. Dude, Reiner, Reiner exists to be four-stocked for the rest of the show. <laughs> and cool. I love that. This man can't die and wants to so bad. <laughs> um, I've been there, so, bud. So it looks like the Beast Titan won here and says, all right, we had our little tussle. And since I won, uh, we're going to go with my plan and we're going to retrieve Aaron and not Annie. Uh, we'll come back for Annie fucking some other time, dude. I don't care. Um, and then uh, a dude steps out of uh, the Beast Titans back and it fucking looks like G.I. Joe, Carlisle Cullen. It fucking hate this man. <laughs> yeah. I hate this yeah. man. Yeah. I hate this man. Yeah, this dude absolutely went to Woodstock. No need for him to have no shirt on. Yeah. We know that because because Reiner still has his stuff on, you know, this dude um, absolutely believes that age is just a number wow <laughs> you know like he's Jordan that Peterson kind of a dude <laughs> yeah no I, he listens to classic rock derogatory oh yeah you know led zeppelin just yeah no yeah no no no, no. anyway yeah um carlisle cullen he just thinks anyway. that ted nugent has some pretty good ideas you know <sighs> episode 48 <laughs> <laughs> bystander um we step forward in time a bit and see that historia um, has been queen for a little bit. They call her the cattle farm goddess, and uh, she devotes a lot of her time to helping out orphans on her old family farm. We have no choice but to stand. This bitch Correct. is yeah. This bitch is beautiful and cool. <laughs> I love Which her. Which is so like sweet, like considering her own upbringing. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, Aww. yeah. This is this is the point of the show where. I feel like you've spent enough time around the characters to the point where like if they do something, it's going to be really understated. But in your head, you're going to be like, oh, that's really cool. You know, like like yeah, Historia's yeah. stuff with the orphans. They don't say they don't turn to the camera and say, and she did this because her dad was the worst man ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, you just see it and you you get it. Historia asks Aaron what he'd do if he uh, ever sees Reiner and Bertholdt again after the wall is fixed, because there's always going to be that danger. It happened once. It could happen again. Um, Aaron is like, I, I would have no choice but to try and kill them uh, again. Um, and Historia is like, you know, sometimes I wonder if all the choices that we've made along the way to get here led us down the wrong path, because it really looked like that a couple of times. But like looking at these orphans, you know, living happily and being supported and they can fucking have food and stuff like I think we definitely reached the best conclusion. So Aaron's hardening ability has been honed and has actually led to a new Titan killing weapon, something that Hanji calls the executioner from hell <laughs> really rolls off the tongue there uh yeah. yeah dude these motherfuckers tongues getting rolled off their whole bodies when this shit goes dude i whenever whenever that sentence started happening i'm like oh cool they did like let me let's let's kind of explore like oh let's figure out what the oh it's it's just a hammer that bonks them in the head got it <laughs> okay cool awesome great <laughs> i was expecting way more and when i saw what it was i was fucking crying dude 
the the mechanism and the name right like yeah. it's, it's it's not like in um this shit's named hero. like a fucking firework <laughs> dude next season you'll see the fireworks that uh that hanji invents it's fucking cool <laughs> um but like i i love the the energy of like oh and you know in my hero academia you know there's a character named giganto machia mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. this means this this and this because of greek myth and like oh tartarus is from greek myth too and like all of these literary connections and then like you go to attack on titan something that is way headier than than my hero and like mm -hmm. it's like this one's called the big danger man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what it does it drops a giant crayon on the monsters <laughs> and slumps their neck it just, apart it just do a big bonk <laughs> i know dude yeah i, I want the, so funny the fucking snyder cut of this is just like adding the bonk sound effect to that and it only works because most of the titans are so fucking stupid yeah they're like oh yeah. what's in there bonk. it's so Every funny time. <laughs> they've been doing this for like days and days and days you know she's having a great time watching oh, that shit one one thousand percent i was having a great time watching this <laughs> i know hanji's watching that like <laughs> <laughs> from her he 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 era to her he 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 era <laughs> fully yeah so we uh actually see some new scout members in the barracks uh that have joined since the military purge uh when ousting the old regime we get a uh, marlo bullcut boy um is now like a full-fledged scout so which that's great because he was interior police and the only reason I think he didn't get fucking like put to death is because right before the end, he switched sides, <laughs> which is good. Um, there's also a redheaded motherfucker that has like a buzzsaw situation mm -hmm. on the top of his head. Um, his name is Flock Forrester. Yeah, he is the literal worst character in this show. So, yeah, that's just um, Sydney from Pokemon, right? <laughs> we will get to him later he hasn't done anything bad yet but i do enjoy the energy of just like ha we're the new recruits and aren't we pretty cool and like connie is like bitch if i even had time to tell you what i've been through <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you would kill yourself right now <laughs> like <laughs> have you seen your mom lately oh i have um She's a monster and exploded my house, and I think my dad's dead. <laughs> also, I'm really stupid, and that sucks for me. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening, but it's all bad. <laughs> that is, that is, the energy that Connie has in this entire show is like, it, it's it's like if you went to a fireworks show with a chihuahua and it's having a bad time that's yeah, like just, anytime it's an you honor see to Connie, be nominated um <laughs> it's he's happy to be included but he's like oh i really think everything is really bad here you guys i'm happy to be included but i also really wish i wasn't included <laughs> happy to be invited but i don't want to go dude <laughs> so aaron is sitting here wondering about the the nature of the fight that they've been in like he's really trying to think about the details of it because it's really easy to I think take for granted what's going on right mm -hmm. you're like oh yeah you know we're we got to get to the basement and stuff and he's like well okay so first of all like we aren't even really fighting an enemy right now we're just fighting like tortured souls in a nightmare state now like these aren't people that wish us harm like we know from emir that like if you're a titan all you know is like this like 
haunting thing of you trying to find a shifter and regain your humanity. That's all the things that they've ever killed. Um, and it's kind of hard to feel good about exterminating your own people. Um, yep. And so he starts talking again about how um, he started to see his father's memories. And one of them uh, was of a younger former scout commander, Keith Shottis, their old drill instructor. Um, they decide to go talk to him and see if uh, they can tell him anything about Aaron's dad that they don't already know. Um, this motherfucker I love... pulls out a textbook on Aaron's <laughs> father. <laughs> yeah, I do love that they're just like, do you know anything? And he's just like, well, actually. Well, how much time do <laughs> let you me... have? He's Mr. Steal let My Bitch, t- actually. <laughs> um... Yeah, let me tell you about the time I got cooked. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to Jess stealing my joke for later. <laughs> <laughs> But that is that is 100 percent what happens. happens. And so, yeah. And so, like, because of all that, we'll get to the actual details of it. But you understand fully why he fucking hates Aaron so much, <laughs> because it's like it's his insecurity just wrapped up in the shittiest little boy in the mm-hmm. world, <laughs> which um, I would I would like to make sure we emphasize is the shittiest little boy in the world. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> um. So uh, they 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 sit down with Keith and but but like Sasha doesn't sit down because she's still afraid of him from that one time he made her like not eat for a day <laughs> because of the potato situation and she's like I'm fine over here <laughs> which I really like but like they sit down and ask him that question and he he lets the whole tea out of the whole fucking kettle Keith tells them a story about how 20 years ago he met Grisha Yeager outside the walls he asks what are you doing outside the walls, bro? And Grisha is like, what are you doing outside of the walls? You're fighting these things. And Keith is like, I, whatever, we have to get back in the walls. Like, I'm not going to have a conversation out here. Right. Keith takes the amnesiac Grisha, uh, back inside the walls as we also meet a young Hannes for a second, which is like, ah, the couple times I see Hannes in the, in this episode, I'm like, love you dad (laughs) i love you real dad (laughs) especially later on as as he like he's like my wife she's very sick and i'm like he had a wife (laughs) you know like it's fucked up dude grisha doesn't claim to know anything at all other than the fact that he is a doctor he other than that he knows nothing about the world but he knows what a fucking he knows the difference between your radius and ulma he knows the difference between your your tibia and your fibula dude he knows that shit like down and so keith over the course of many days tells grisha basically the history of life inside the walls and about the scouts and uh how the scouts leave the walls in order to learn about the world grisha is like Bro, that is so cool that you guys do that. Like, how fucking admirable. That's that's awesome that you guys are like, you know, that horny for freedom, you know? Um, yeah. And then and then we meet Carla, um, aka Aaron's mother, aka in this in these scenes, literally just Jess. It is wild mm. to me, like how much I was just like, oh, it's, that's my friend Jess on screen. <laughs> Oh my god. Um <laughs> that's very funny. So she uh gives Keith shit about being a scout because she's like, you know, what are you gonna give this bullshit up, dude? But Grisha's like, no, no, you don't understand. You have to like these scouts, they're like the chosen ones of this world, dude. Like you have to be so brave and important to be a scout. And this really stuck with Keith, and he really believed it, which sucks because he's 
not very special, it turns out. <laughs> Which is a cold as fuck thing to be immoral yeah. for this episode of just like, hey man, yeah. you know what? Sometimes people just aren't really all that special. And it's like, whoa, dude, okay. fuck. Fuck, and I, it like, you know, to a certain extent, there's kind of too many people for everybody to be like super important in in, yeah. a, in a global sense, you know? But like, Keith is that guy who's like waiting for his turn to be famous type beat, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he ain't gonna get it. <laughs> um, so Keith became the captain of the scouts in order to build a base outside of the walls and maybe win over Carla from, you know, just having recognition, right? Um, meanwhile, uh, just like we heard about in season one, Grisha helped Shiganshina uh, and the walls in general with a plague sweeping through uh, its citizens. Um, and his medical prowess is enough to just totally eradicate the sickness. Hell yeah, soup and soap type shit. We Let's love go. it. Um, <laughs> Shout out penicillin? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but like I said, we even see that like Hannes's wife was cured as well, leading to his dedication in helping Jaeger. Because like later on, or I mean earlier, like in this, what is it? The first episode, he says like, all right, Hannes, time to make good on the debt you owe. And so like, it's really cool to mm. like have this like loop. And then if you ever go back and watch it again from the beginning, like it's it's a it's stupid to say like, Oh, the characters are already established. It's like, yeah, you're watching it for the fucking second time. Right. But mm -hmm. like stuff that they say that is, you know, not, there's not a huge amount of attention drawn to it. Like that has a lot of double meaning to it. And especially when you talk about like the people that ended up being traitors, like half of the shit they say is like, wow, you are really basically just turning to the camera and saying like, and now Aaron in this exercise, I'll be the enemy. <laughs> it's like, Oh, <laughs> right. um, but yeah, Keith is not so jacked about this situation. Well, I mean, he is jacked, but his his crush got jacked. He got fucking cucked, like Jess said. We cut from like Doc. I love this cut. We see uh, Dr. Yeager being praised for curing the people of Shiganshina, and it fades into him. Uh, like it fades into him being married to Carla and people like praising that. Um. And Keith is watching the whole time. He's like, oh, fuck, I thought I could, like, be an attractive person via accomplishment. It's like, hey, nope. Sometimes if you're just like a cool person, the baddie at the bar will like you, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> um, <laughs> this motherfucker, like Grisha literally just went to Hooters and went home she, with the lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, she let me hit it because I'm goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Nice fucking treehouse, motherfucker. She just let me hit it because I cured the plague. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, we like I said, the treehouse. We see that base get destroyed uh, on a mission, leading to him starting to really want to fucking just give up the whole thing. Something we literally see him do in episode one when he gave that lady her son's arm or whatever, right? Like that was him in that episode. That was like, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, <laughs> which bars, honestly. Yeah, that's, that's a fucking mood. So uh, on, on the way back in this in this excursion, though, Keith sees Carla in the crowd with a, a new baby piece of shit. Little gremlin Aaron is here um, and Keith is he his cucking is now complete. Right. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> Carla tells Keith that like, hey, like, how long are you going to be doing this like this? I said this as a joke a long time ago, but like. When are you going to when are you going to hang this shit up? You're going to fucking die. 
and he freaks out on her and he's like someone so unremarkable as you is never going to understand why the chosen ones do what they do um but he stops because he's not believing his lie anymore like the lie that the character believes is no longer believed by him he's like special people do exist he thinks about Irwin and levi and hanji who he obviously knows because he's the commander of the scouts but he's not one of those special people we cut to after aaron and mikasa were saved uh and they're they're resting up the night that the walls fell aaron wakes up and is like fucking mom's dead and uh keith is listening in here and grisha's like all right we are going to avenge your mom let's go bud um and keith is like what are you doing as Grisha is like leading him to the woods so that he can transfer his power to him. Uh, he's like, why would you curse his son with making him think that he's special when he isn't? And Grisha turns around and is cold as fuck and says, my son is not like you. <laughs> it's like bars. <laughs> my son is Aaron Yeager and he's cooler than you eat shit, <laughs> which like is the greatest insult of our time <laughs> of our time. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fucking cold as fuck, dude. So later on, Keith finds Aaron post dad eat and, uh, <laughs> takes him back to the shelter. Um, when you get your Titan abilities, like Bert Holt said, you lose your memory from around the time that it happened. So it makes, um, sense here why Aaron isn't remembering any of this happening. I mean, like he does, when he does remember it, he's remembering it from his dad's point of view. he never regains his memory of that moment. Um, which is like f fucked up. Like his memories have a gap. And then later on, he acquired the memories of that time from mm -hmm. another person's point of view, but they are his memories. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, so the scouts accept this story and leave, uh, but not before we find out that the reason uh, Aaron had faulty equipment in the first training thing he, uh, he was doing uh, with the ODM gear. He, as in Keith sabotaged that stuff himself because he had a grudge against Grisha um, this super fucking backfired on him because he wanted to prove that Aaron wasn't special, but this just fucking made him try harder and be better. And he says, and in the end, I couldn't change the world at all. I'm just a fucking bystander. And I think that that like, again, it is a grim moral, but once again, it's a fucking attack on Titan. Yeah. But like, you don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see stories like this happen. Yeah. And I think that just like the, the, the rarity of it at least is, is worth note, even if it's not a story that you like anyway. So he remembers Carla having that conversation with him saying like, when he was like special, you, you, you're not going to understand special people. Your son's not going to be special. And she's like, bro, I don't fucking care if my son is the fucking chosen one, or if he's like the most special guy in the world. Like, I just want him to grow up, live, and be happy. Like, besides, he's fucking special because he was born into this world. And, like, no joke. Like, I don't know how, like, I can, we can cut around this as much as, as you want, Jess. But, like, Connor's pregnancy was not easy, right? Like, no. It, yeah. This, this scenario of, like, a mother that I already said, like, reminds me of Jess just from, you know, just from looks alone. But, like, saying, like, dude my little guy is so fucking cool because he happened to be born and like just knowing like what y'all went through to have connor and everything and like the whole ordeal that that was i was just like pretty moved by that honestly this time around watching this and i i kind of i you, you know you don't have to have an answer to this but i was wondering if like 
that little aside from Carla being a being a newish mother, if you got anything out of that, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, Connor is having. A I thought time you were crying. I was like, oh, no, 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 Oh my god. Anyway. Um, but no, you were saying that and I was getting a little too <laughs> It was really sweet. Um, and yeah, I mean, God, even when we watched the first episode and like without the context of like how Carla, you know, felt as as like what type of mother she was, what type of person she was, like that was hard. And so like seeing all of this and you know, seeing her idea of like like what she wants for her child. You know, it it definitely hits home. And, you know, it's something that I've been thinking about recently with the state of the world yeah. and Connor turning one. And I, I don't know. I've just been thinking about how. And I saw this thing recently and like you could take it in a weird way, but like that's not how I took it. But just talking about how at a, to a certain extent, we kind of have this moral obligation to our loved ones to be somewhat of an optimist, you know, mm -hmm. to 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 be to be someone who's positive, because if you're Especially not your like dependence, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it just it makes it really hard on them. And so it's kind of been one of those things where it's like even though so many parts of this world are shitty and even though it was so hard getting him here and it was unexpected and it was all of these things like he is here and <laughs> and banging on the coffee table yeah. with the symbol yeah, <laughs> and you know is is just perfect and all I want is for him to have the chance to like grow up and see the good in the world before all of that is gone one day, you know? Yeah, so man. So it's, yeah. And that's all, it's, that's all we can want for ourselves and each other. And, you know, like, it it sucks, the state of things right now. And I'm not saying that we should all turn a blind eye to anything, obviously. But, like, yeah, you know, and, like, it's impossible to do so. <laughs> yeah, um, I have tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, all, all we can really do is just try and and make the most of the time that we have and make the most of the people around us so yeah her her saying that and just saying like you know it's he's special for being here and all i want for him is a long happy life it's like yeah fuck yeah dude bars that's 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 that classic <laughs> jess bars shit <laughs> that's that real I, journalist I, talk shit <laughs> I, I love carla she is Good. Rest in peace, my queen. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> fucking Andrew in the background being like, yeah, but she's the smiling titan, though. <laughs> 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 oh, shit, is Keith really Carla? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Connor also, I don't know if you heard that, but he also uh, thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah! Thanks for thanks for doing that, Jess. I didn't want to like tee you up to be like, and now you no. say something, but like you know. No, I'm glad that you did. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, 
the last episode. Uh, episode 49, Night of the Battle to Retake the Wall. Just like the name says, uh, this is the episode about the night before they go to leave to plug up the wall. We see Hanji talking about spoilers. the... Yeah, I know. We see, I mean, the, the fucking post credits for, the, well, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we see Hanji talk about the Titan fluid that they recovered. It evaporates when exposed to the air, just like Titan bullshit. And they have no fucking idea who made it or what's going on, just like other Titan bullshit. Um, Pixis is just like, fucking put it on the list. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go get drunk. Um, Pixis says yeah. like, you know what? We should save this serum for when we capture another shifter so that we can um, have, you know, an extra shifter on our side uh, and make them into a uh, by making them into a Titan that's going to eat, you know, Reiner or Bertholdt or, or the monkey um, or Annie. But they're they're keeping her underground, I think, as a means to be like, OK, I know you can't transform down here. Plus, you're in a fucking big ass crystal. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. <laughs> um, Kingdom Hearts actually, 2 type beat. Actually, yeah, actually, we do. We do now know a little bit of what Annie was doing, right, with the hardening ability and stuff like that. Um, I don't know about, you know, living in there for however many years or months or whatever, but whatever. So Erwin tells Levi to be the one to make the decision of, of how and when to use it when the time comes. Erwin also says that Grisha most likely came from whatever Annie and Bert Holt and Reiner came from, too. Like, he's from outside the walls. We don't know anything about that other than the fact that, like, there are four people that definitely came from outside the walls, right? Likely, Grisha was looking for the real king in the walls in order to take his power before taking Aaron to the basement to teach him all about the outside world. So, like, they wonder about, like, why the big cloak and dagger bullshit and why, like, you know... He didn't try to, you know, start a revolution or anything like that. Like, why was he just like a weird, fancy doctor? Right. But Erwin knows firsthand that if your dad talks about how the world is, he's going to die. <laughs> so like <laughs> he kept that on the DL for for good reason. But anyway, uh, tomorrow, the mission to retake the walls is going to begin. Uh, and so they can start Boku no Basement Academia. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Levi stays after this meeting to tell Erwin, hey, man. Uh, this situation might end up being a trap by the shifters because they know that we're going to go to that the hole in the wall and try to plug it up like they know they might be waiting to, you know, ambush us. And because of this, Erwin, don't go. Stay home. You got one fucking arm, dude. But we know that the, the man with the biggest eyebrows in the biz ain't going to stop for no one. Um, and he's like, if I don't do this, someone else will do it poorly. Fucking damn king. He goes on to say here that like humanity is going to learn the truth someday and I have to be there to see it for myself. And that's my that's my dream. Great. And Levi's like, is uh, is that dream, that truth, is that worth gambling or even losing the entirety of humanity? And Erwin is like, he just answers simply yes. And it's like, whoa, cool. <laughs> fucking Kenny was right. Erwin is and has always been a slave to his own pursuit of answers. And he's just always been that little kid in class raising his hand and asking like well now how do we know that you know um which i think is really cool um especially when you like again this i, I i've been talking about it a while but like the you go back and watch the earlier episodes with him when he's like 
who do you think the real enemy is, Aaron? He doesn't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's really trying to suss it out, and he's like, oh, this is my chance. Oh, oh, I'm plot relevant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, That's his Titan moment. Yeah. <laughs> so later on, uh, the kids have kind of a like a Last Supper uh, featuring a rare delicacy called meat. Yeah. I've, ne- never, I've never heard, heard of, of it. it. Never heard of it. Hey, shout out to mm. Sasha in these scenes. Man, I said it earlier in the episode, but that motherfucker Niku, dude. She fucking <laughs> loves me, dude. She fucking she is in fucking sane. Um, oh, so fucking funny. The the second that they're like, and meat is here, everyone starts fighting and is like, you got enough for two pieces, so give me two pieces. No, fuck you. There's enough to go around. Fuck you. It's it's weird. Like I I sorry I keep mentioning it, but like the 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 repeat watching of this show is so cool because like one of the soldiers and neither of you guys are going to get it, but for the listener, uh, the, one of the guys says to the other, you guys are no good at using the spear. Give me more meat because I'm good at it. We'll learn what the spear is next episode, but like, it's I mean, wild. I've seen Evangelion. So I know what the spear <laughs> is. The, the Lance of Longinus. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's a weapon that they use later on and it's really cool to get that kind of a like a name drop like way before it shows up um in a background line of dialogue. I think that's really cool. Sasha eats a whole fucking ham. Good for her. And they have to basically they have to fucking kill her. Yeah. To, like, to, <laughs> Connie's like I think she's passed out but she's still fighting. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys noticed it but she just like punches Mikasa in the tit once. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that shit, but then like smoke look, comes off of it, and then Mikasa look, doesn't all, react at all. We've we've all been to uh, a punk show before. It gets yeah. like this sometimes, you know. My fuck skanking in the pit. It's, it's a real like that's that's what sisters do. <laughs> sometimes you punch each other in the boobs. Just sure. some, just some over an shit. entire ham. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. my favorite <laughs> babysitters club novel. <laughs> the ham fight. Um, holy shit. Uh, Jean and Aaron fight for a while until Levi shows up to stop the party. I love that they're like begging people to to pull them apart from fighting each other, but everyone's just having a great time watching them and they're punching each other at like Mach point one. Yeah, shit. they're like it's they're just the, really like, just pushing the fist into the other person. They animated Ladies. this like a comedy fight in any other anime and i thought that was great this is like the fucking nichijou fucking deer fight absolutely this felt like a nichijou bit (laughs) (laughs) so outside the dining hall the three protagonists talk about their past and who they used to be and aaron says that he envies mikasa and levi's strength and armin's brain and john's horse face he doesn't say that but I love that they call him a fucking horse face so much. It's funny. It's, it's so funny. It's so good. It, he's like, oh, you're growing out your mane for your fucking horse face, you son of a bitch. And John's like, I don't understand why people say this. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him Jean boy, too. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Aaron says, like, I've come to accept that I need to be a part of the fight, but not the entire fight. Like, this is attack on Titan, but this doesn't mean that he has to be the attack Titan, you know? Um, Mikasa asks if it's even possible to bring back those like good old days and Aaron is like the only way to make that happen is to try. Armin is like and you know what else? 
and everybody knows what's coming when he starts talking like that. I feel like Armin is like the guy that's always talking about the fucking sea. Yeah, and he's just he's <laughs> just doing the fucking Columbo. Oh, and one more thing. Yeah, Armin is like, you know what else I want to talk about? And like everyone is like, the sea, I get it. But he's like, he wants to explore the world. Like he wants to see what, what all is fucking out there. He wants to see the sea and fucking volcanoes and shit, dude. And Aaron is like, yeah, sure, the sea. <laughs> we'll see about that, haha, <laughs> or whatever. And like, he's like, oh my dude, God. he's like, dude, I'll fucking show you. We're gonna kill all the titans. I'm gonna, we're gonna go to the sea. We're gonna do whatever you do at the sea. We're gonna have a full fucking beach episode, dude. Let's go. Also, like, you see a a, a moment of Levi listening into this too, and like Levi at this point, I mean, he's got Hanji and Erwin, but he 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 really like doesn't have anybody in his mm-hmm. life, right? Like he he essentially killed his only living relative uh other than i guess mikasa now right and so he's just kind of hanging out listening to this conversation which i think is really cool fucking levi is like the best character in this show yes <laughs> <laughs> um like in all in all stats in the breakdown he is like the the s class he is yeah, the... <laughs> he's got good evs good ivs good nature Moves that's mm-hmm. pretty strong. His, uh, yeah. <laughs> so the next morning, the scouts disembark and and the the people are cheering him on because the people that uh, provided the meat for that dinner was uh, Flagel Reeves of the Reeves Company. And he kind of let it spill. Flagel Reeves, like something about Flagel Reeves, just that sentence makes it feel like a Guy Fieri anagram. Whoa. <laughs> I can't elaborate as to why but my brain immediately was just like this is this is the guy fieri of attack on titan well he looks like an ambassador to flavor town that is like i i didn't erupt into laughter but like i'm quietly like that is the funniest thing cam's ever said (laughs) 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 so thank you for that yeah no problem (laughs) but be that as be be guy fieri status as as it may um like the people are all excited now because Flagel kind of like spilled the beans like, yeah, they're going to go retake the wall. Like we're going to have our land back and shit. We're going to be able to actually have cattle and do like, you know, have meat and uh, not be hunted and stuff. It's going to fucking rule too. just you wait and see. And this this makes Erwin like excited as fuck, which is honestly really adorable, in my opinion, where he's just like. This is the first time that anybody's ever like cheered us on as we left. And he just yeah. goes like, yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was funny. Yeah, it's so and it's like cute because he's like, nobody fucking believes in this guy for his entire life. And all of a sudden he has his, you know, his arm is gone and whatever. And now everybody is like, you're so cool, Erwin. And he's like, yeah, I am, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I am yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah, I am so cool. You might cool. be onto something, dear citizen. <laughs> And so that's this uh, half of the season, man. We we leave off with like a really hopeful scene of, of the sun rising and everything and things are looking up for once. Yeah, that's going to last. <laughs> Later that day, oh. <laughs> we see a burnt body. Another body that steam is coming from Aaron, Mikasa, and Levi. Levi punches Aaron out over some dispute after saying, you all, do you even have the faintest damn clue of what the hell you're doing? Mikasa jumps Levi and holds a blade to his throat. 
the end. <laughs> I liked like. that uh, it immediately cut back to the uh, kind of happy sounding outro <laughs> music. It was very funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't stress like, so if I can paint the picture real quick before we're like, we're, we're wrapping up, but like I watched that live that, that episode mm -hmm. um, and was like, wow, like it feels a lot more hopeful than before. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's really cool. Like things are looking up for the gang, whatever, whatever. And so while the credits no, were going, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Narrator hit you with the objective Cedo cause <laughs> um, I, I'm a I'm a don't skip OPs and endings ass bitch. And so like I was just on my phone listening to the to the ending and then it fucking starts to glitch out. And I'm like, like, excuse you, dude. Yeah, I was going to say you only brought up the end scene. Uh, the, yeah. the Like the whole experience is. Terrifying. It was pretty cool. Nate, I think that uh, we might watch too much analog horror. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it felt like, too. It this super was, did. I'm like, I've seen this YouTube video before. Let's go. Like, yeah, what's, yeah what, what the fuck is up, Local 58? Do not look at the moon, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, you get scared because it's unsettling, especially if you don't know what it's that it's coming. Mm -hmm. And then the events that happen and you're like, no, 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 no. Everything was so good. Who were those bodies? What's happening? <laughs> like there is one. I mean, you, you see it for a very, very split second, but there is a charred and burnt body laying on there. And that is a character that we know. There is another body that's uh, laying there and it steam is coming from it. It's another character that we know. Um, and in the next episode of this podcast, we'll know who the both of them are and we'll know exactly why this uh, little interpersonal struggle is happening. That for me is like the big hook point for Attack on Titan of just like, well, no, see, now I'm invested. I like I'm really mm. invested now. And now you're telling me it's all going to get ripped away from me. Fuck. Mm. So that's going to be it for this episode yeah whenever i watch it i know that attack on titan was obviously like this prestige anime that has this really you know enthusiastic fan base and when i watch it <laughs> not to be insulting to, to people do it's it's one of those where it's like i feel like there are a lot of shows that are like a lot of anime that is doing a bit more mm -hmm, um yeah. like it, it's it's really novel and like there are a lot of things that i really do like about it um but i feel like it's like i watch it and i'm like like i wish they would have done this i wish mm -hmm. that like there were more hooks earlier in the show i wish that there were more like that there was some more character development mm -hmm. earlier in the yeah. show because i do feel like that's the hardest thing is like characters for me are one of the the driving forces of a show of or a game or whatever like you have to like and it doesn't they don't have to be likable mm -hmm. but you have yeah. to care about them yeah or, you're not or saying like, that like oh these characters killed people so actually it, yeah, I, I don't want to yeah. watch this because i'll be canceled <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> yeah like I, that that shit no um but to me, I just feel like there could have been more groundwork mm -hmm. that would make people care a little bit more. Because I think that's even kind of how Cam feels. Yeah, that is not to speak for explicitly him. Explicitly how I feel, actually. Yeah, 
The ideas are cool too, but I almost wish that they did lean a little bit more into like the Game of Thronesy politics stuff because I yeah. feel like they get so wrapped up in like the sci-fi aspect of mm-hmm. the Titans um, to where like you're kind of missing the the more human side. And I feel like if they would have focused if they focus more on the human side, then we probably would be a little bit more invested yeah absolutely and i i kind of jumping on that point a little bit like i think part of the reason why i think this show just isn't landing as much for me is i do kind of feel like the first two seasons of this show are kind of designed to get you to not be attached to anybody because they're just they just could be gone immediately Mm. Uh, and the people that it does follow around are largely incredibly unlikable because they are still <laughs> figuring their shit out um, they're either aaron yeager or people that you eventually find out are traitors <laughs> right yeah and so i don't know like i i think that this is a very well made and i think it is a good show i just it is i don't think it is mm. like largely like a cam thing and mm-hmm. it, I, I think it's fine like not everything has to be for me it'd be weird if it fucking was to be honest so of course and in general i i'm just i'm just happy that we have like you yeah. know people that can think critically about a show and yeah. the show is not dog shit so it's fun but yeah i know the, we um, like to joke uh, a little bit that like yeah oh like this this show is like oh cam's here to be like the fucking hype man but like i don't know like I'm okay with saying I don't like things. It's of course, fine. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. like a we, lot of things. We don't love talk to- we don't love toxic positivity here. Yeah. yeah. I do think that like one thing about this show though is like the action is just animated so it's, it's well. fucking insane. Every, it is- every fight scene is so good. And like I think that's the biggest thing for yeah. me is like I don't think that I'm attached to the characters as much as I normally would be in most shows, but there are enough like badasses who I Mm -hmm. love, Mm -hmm. like, like the Ackermans, I could just watch them do shit all day and like cheer them on and love them and thirst over them and be like, every single one of them feels just so much (laughs) like a Jess character. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I love Levi Mikasa so much. Um, and like, and the animation is so cool too and like the world that is there is also mm-hmm. like amazing um i like i said i do wish that they did more with it it's like yeah. i guess when you watch shows right like full metal alchemist brotherhood mm-hmm. or even stuff like uh i don't i don't know but like specifically talking about full metal alchemist it's like they are doing something with like magic and like extraordinary abilities and shit but there's also like this government stuff but there's also a human story as well and like the fact that they can bounce between all three of those Mm -hmm. like so fucking well makes it to where any other show that tries to do it it's just not it doesn't quite hit the same cam's even watching you know yeah it's weird because i'm i'm watching Mm. full metal alchemist for the first time right now and it's like Man, I care about all of these characters immediately. Yeah. Like it's it's yes, kind of wild. They are so they're so charismatic and so just well written. Like it's yeah. And yeah. I and so like like to to kind of wrap up or whatever. Like I don't think, and I don't think that anybody that is listening and is a super fan should get even the least bit pissed off at at the other hosts for saying those things um if you do fucking unsubscribe yeah i Um, I don't know what show you've been listening to bud right exactly (laughs) but what i will say and i haven't said this i think until now but i didn't really like this show until Mm -hmm. uh 
this this season mm-hmm. um ended and i was like all right well let's see what's what's happening um because the end of this <laughs> you, you said that the fight scenes are great um the next eight episodes it's a bit, it's, it is a fight scene <laughs> great <laughs> and love that it is incredible and that hook that it leaves you with of like what is actually going on outside of the walls um is so fucking intriguing <laughs> to me like yeah i mean that's like i texted you both immediately after and i was like oh like or not immediately but like before we were doing the show and i was like this is the best stretch of episode so far yeah. and cam said it too yeah, I, and I and like it is because like i do feel that hook now like i feel like they set things up and they made me invested and they made me like I like I am ready for the show's like Battle of Blackwater, yeah. right? Like I yes. want that big spectacle that's coming. Yeah, I think I, I mentioned um, it uh, <laughs> earlier on uh, when we were talking about these episodes that like it, it definitely felt a little bit like this half of this season was the like panic cleaning before your friends come over. So yes. your like apartment looks yeah, really yeah. nice and like yeah no like it's like okay we've had two seasons of just people screaming and getting their arms ripped off and now we're actually (laughs) gonna do the things that we said we were going to and i'm like okay cool great yeah by by yeah and by the end of the show you're gonna like you know really have a have a strong opinion about how much you love connie and stuff and i i really do feel like attack on titan because everything is laid out from the beginning that it is a really, really entertaining second watch. Like I feel like, and I'm not saying that like, and Kim, you should do that. Cause I don't care if you do. I that. won't. <laughs> but like, I think that attack on Titan is designed to be something that you watch going in, you know, empty stomach fully, like don't know anything about it. Think sure. that there are jetpacks in it. And then like, then you watch it after, you know, uh, everything that is actually going on and then like a lot of those character interactions stick out to you a lot more so so that's it (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) so everyone thank you so much for listening to this episode of the big three if you liked these uh season and (laughs) or think that we missed something go ahead and hit us up at the big three mha where we will be posting gifts i don't fucking know um (laughs) our art is by the illustrious the amazing the mustachioed uh sugar crash tats go hire them they're they're a bargain at a hundred times the price they're amazing agreed completely uh likewise a bargain at a hundred times the price is jules vz on twitter our music person Mm -hmm. extremely fucking good um the 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 music always gets me hyped to to edit the the show um it's good shit it's good shit and uh let's see i can be found on twitter at ad victory position i can be found at a wild jessichu and i can be found at the candy man and this has been the big three monkey war (laughs) war